0: Uh, all right, so let's get going. Hello and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and we are welcoming a a longtime friend of the show. I'd say if we have any friends of the show, it is our guest today. I'm so excited. So welcome and uh, happy new year. I'm excited to kick off our first guest of the new year of 2024 with Kimmy Inch, friend of the show, Kimmy, I love you so much. And yeah. I would say you need no introduction, but I'm gonna do it anyway, because maybe there's somebody that doesn't know you. You are a conscious kink expert, a somatic healer, dominatrix extraordinaire, keynote speaker, and the creatrix of erotic leadership, which is the gold standard for erotic leadership, which I think you I think you coined that term, is that correct? That is my term. That's your term. And I just, I am so excited that you're here today because it's your, I believe, fifth time on the show. And every single time I walk away with so much knowledge and so much expansion. Every time I'm with you, I just, I love you so much. And um, I took a look at your website and I hadn't looked in a while. And Oh my God. It is probably the most beautiful website I've seen. Like, oh, thank you. Wow. What everybody has to go look. It's andmorepresents.com. And holy shit, I wanted to, I wanna imitate the whole thing. (laughs) I want to imitate the whole thing. And borrow that dress. I mean, like, it's so I don't know if that's a compliment or if it's flattering or offensive, but I do. It's so, it's so gorgeous. So
1: welcome. Thank you. I just can't quit you, Amy. Uh, You can't get rid of me. You're good. I don't want to. You're stuck with me. (laughs) Or maybe if I try, you're going to, you know, punish me in some way. We're going to have to try on some primal kink and I'll come and hunt you you down and you can be my prey. (laughs) Yes, please. Yes, please.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to talk about this because you have something coming up January 23rd through 25th. And I uh, am excited to share that. So it's really quick after this. So if anybody wants to jump in while it's fresh on your mind, I'm super excited that they can. And then maybe you're going to offer it again. So tell me what it is first. And then maybe if they miss this one, will they have another chance kind of thing?
1: Yeah, so this is my second annual Erotic Leadership Challenge. and yes, we did one before that last year, so I'm so excited. Right, that's right. It was such a huge success. We had almost 2,000 people come to the first um, launch of the Erotic Leadership Challenge. So I was like, I want to do this every year. Um, And it's so much fun. It's really about connecting people to what's authentic in their erotic life as opposed to the stereotype or the surface level of what kink or tantra or anything sexual can look like. And it's really about pulling back the curtain and, and doing that in community. Because so often I think one of the myth busts that I enjoy doing the most is that our sexuality is private and secret and it's something you do in isolation or only with your significant other. And I'm here to say, actually, no, I think this can be uh, an experience that you can have in a group with a community of people who are also pleasure seekers just like you who are there to support and cheer you on every step of the way and i think that's truly what is so incredible about this challenge is not only everything that people learn but also the connections and the sense of community and that hey we're all in this fucking ride together like let's do it together let's have fun let's celebrate each other and that's probably one of the biggest draws of the challenge is getting to meet really cool people in the process
0: totally and and it 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 dispels that myth so well and shows people that it spills out into other parts of your life which i've discovered for myself just through doing your work and you know studying it on the show with other experts and i feel like we you do you a lot of times it's been so compartmentalized that this is groundbreaking in that it can serve us in every aspect of our lives, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's really about giving people an expanded experience, Mm -hmm. what their sex life can look like. And, you know, it's not all about the genitals. It's not all about um, attraction always. It's not all about even pleasure, but it can have even more nuances like intention and growth and learning about oneself and really deepening our ability to connect and have intimacy on a deeper level. So yeah, it's really about discovering yourself and learning more about yourself by pushing boundaries of what we normally do in life. I think so often there's this very well-worn path that people tend to take in their sexuality. And I want to invite them into the adventure of what life can look like.
0: Yeah. The word that leaps to mind for me in this is liberation. Like it just feels freeing and liberating in so many ways because... I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of keeping anything hidden. And even with my kids, like, I'm not saying I show sexuality in their face, but at the same time, I don't deny that they're teenagers and like, they're coming into their own and it's a fact of life. And we should be
1: just a, more liberated about it. And as Americans, that's a tough order sometimes. That's what I love about you. And um, it's so refreshing when you hear a parent say, you know, yeah, you're not going to shove it down their throats, but you want to let them know there's a safe space for them to discuss it or talk about it if needed. And I know, um, you know, I've had parents after they've done a workshop with me um, and, and other experiences with me say, you know. Maybe not when they're 18, but maybe when they're like 25, if you're still around, I would totally buy my child an experience to come and, and work with you and see you so that they can really understand this idea of conscious sexuality and set themselves up to create the relationships that they desire and to have more pleasure in their lives. So I can't think yeah. of a, a higher compliment, to be honest with you, than parents telling me that they would love to send their children to this course um, You know, when their their children are old enough. It really is. That's really <laughs> cool. Well, one
0: thing one thing I really wanted to ask you coming into this was you did it last year. And I want to know what you learned and how it shifted your erotic leadership and your own growth in the last year as you progressed to this one.
1: Yeah, it's such a good question because I want you to know, and I want all the listeners to know, I am always learning and I'm always growing and I, I i want to warn you if you ever meet an educator or a coach that says that they know it all like please run like run in the other <laughs> direction they're full of shit. um and <laughs> and honestly you know there is no limit there is no limit that you can learn and for me what i saw in that first experience was like how almost desperately we crave connection in community, in groups, to be seen by others in all parts of ourselves, in our most vulnerable states as well, and to be able to be in a group where people can express their desires and their fantasies and have their questions, and nobody's going to be like, oh, Ew! What did she just ask? Like everyone's like, yeah, I want to know too. Tell me more, you know, like that. Tell me more. Like I, I want to learn more about that. Or you know, having those experiences was so cool to see because I wasn't sure if it was gonna just be a bunch of flies on the wall and wall, wall wallflowers and like, oh, I'm just gonna kind of check it out and 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 you know, have my camera off the whole time. It wasn't like that at all. Actually, it was really people engaged, wanting to interact and in the. Private uh, community group that we had, people were like, Hey, does anyone want to try out um, communication and the kink checklist challenge that Kimmy gave us? Or does anyone want to try this with me? And so many people would say, like, comment underneath, Yeah, I want to try that with you. And they would like set up a little online virt- virtual date to do so. And it was just so cool. I, I didn't know just how engaged people are going to be, but it just shows like how people really want to kind of move into a space of like having more acceptance around this part of themselves and wanting to be able to put it in practice and feel supported and celebrated for where they are in their journey. Absolutely. I was just talking to a friend, Matt Vincent, the other day and he Ooh.
0: runs a men's group. And he was telling me, I said, he said he had a call that day and I was like, oh, you got to run your call. And he was like, actually, they run it. The call runs itself. And it's yes. so cool when you, you had that experience of like people really showing up and like wanting, I think when you have that growth mindset too, it, it attracts that community. You know, you're like, I'm here to grow. We're all here to grow. So let's show up for us. That's like, so there's not really a question here. That's just really cool that I
1: guess in the last year you noticed that even more. Well, what's cool also, yeah, I noticed that even more. And what's cool is that last year, cause it was, first time had the training wheels on, we did a the community page in uh, Facebook. However, Facebook, uh, uh, similar to many other social media platforms is actually very censorship-based. So there was a very limited way of people being able to describe questions. Wait, or, wait, or, e- yeah. even for a private page? but Even in a private page, I don't know how the algorithm figures it out, but if it says <laughs> words that are like sex, kink, like any of those sort of things, it will get flagged even in a private group full of consenting adults. So this year, we don't have those fucking constraints. Listen, (laughs) I like to be restrained, but not like that. Um, And this time around, we have our own personal... Our own private online community that doesn't have those sort of um, restrictions. So people are going to be able to really bring their questions and not get worried about being censored or having their things taken down or having any sort of repercussions through the platform. It's not going to happen. We get to have our own free reign. There's a couple of limitations on that. We don't really allow any posting of X-rated material or exposed genitals. But other than that, um it's a really an invitation for people to bring their conscious content and and information and questions to the group and it's so much fun so i'm super excited it's going to be featured in what i call the playroom uh this year and uh, i think that's oh busier yes yeah i knew about that
0: oh that's perfect you built this out did you build this whole thing out god dang
1: you're such a powerhouse Thank you. I mean, I just want, I just want to play this where people can go and be themselves and have fun and, um, and learn, um, where they're not like getting, you know, pictures of penises shoved down their throats unless they really <laughs> and they can go to FetLife or they can go to Pornhub. That's great. No judgment, but like, um, my site in my communities for all levels. So because it's all levels, it, we're going to do more of a rated R as opposed to rated X approach. And I think that's creating just an opportunity for people to learn at the pace that feels most comfortable without their nervous systems getting dysregulated or feeling super overwhelmed, especially for the women who also sign up to the community. We do not, um, we base our, standards and our guidelines around consent. So you don't have to worry as a woman, 5 million men DMing you in your inbox, that's not allowed on the group. So really it creates a safe space for both men and women to be able to learn about their sexuality and not feel like it's going to be, you know, sort of a predatory environment. So it's very different than a dating site than life, anything like that. It's super conscious, super heart centered. And that's where we're going to be doing uh, the community for the erotic leadership challenge. So that's going to just create a lot of um, safety for the group. Of course it is. Of, Cause you're doing it. That's what, that's how you roll. I mean, so, as yeah. a woman, you know, who has been on your own sexual journey for so many years, like, I mean, I, I think it's, there's sort of a limited um, ways that you can learn about your sexuality that doesn't always feel like, I don't know, dangerous or like, you know, especially when it's a co-ed situation. I know a lot of women lean into learning about their sexuality if it's all women's experience, but it's not always that way for a co-ed experience. So it, it's nice when you can be able to learn with your brothers and other men um, and not feel like you're going to be like, yeah, a slab of meat or you know what I mean? Like, does that I do with you as a woman? Oh, my God, completely. It's uh, it, it's so
0: rare to find those occasions when you can really connect in that way. You've created those with some of the in-person experiences that I've been to. And that was really enlightening and beautiful. But I, I've. I've been in a women-only situation, and I think we discussed like how different it is when it's all women. You just feel more at ease. And so if you can bring that to the co-ed situation like you do in person, online, that's so valuable because you just mm-hmm. learn so much. I mean, so much more. And I'm sure that men do too, but I just can't speak from that perspective. Well, I, I can speak from Justin's, and he, he definitely felt that way too, so.
1: Oh, I love yeah. hearing that. And for the men yeah. I want to say to y'all, you know, who tend to lean into the performative sort of side of sexuality, mm-hmm. a place for you to be real and be vulnerable and be respected and held in in your learning process cuz I know a lot of men are really interested in learning but sometimes carry a story with them around, well what does that say about me as a man if I just don't know how to be the world's most incredible dom or lover in the world, you know? And we're here to say like, no, it's okay. Like we're all here to learn together. Like I said, I've been doing this for 23 years and I am still learning. So come learn with us. What's your favorite thing you've learned lately? Well, um, you know, what I love to think about is my own arousal. And when we talk about things like arousal, a lot of the time we equate it to being turned on, being horny, being like, I wanna jump the bones of somebody. And what I found is, What turn on and arousal is to me and what I try to talk to uh, my students about really is like not just thinking of it as our body's physical reaction of turning on, but it's almost like an awakening of our whole system and our systems, like our, yes, our senses, but also our psychic ability, Like also our awareness, also our body's experience of all of those things, including, yes, your genitals as well, but also goes beyond into the cosmic realms. And, you know, I could get real woo on you, Amy Edwards, for sure. I love I love talking about sexuality in that way, because it really is like such the core essence of who we are. And when we tap into that fully without any sort of restriction and we really let that fluidity come out it can really awaken so many of our, um, so many of our inner powers, our superpowers almost. And that's something that's so exciting to me and something that I'm tapping into more and more using my self-pleasuring practices as a form of manifestation, using um, my erotic energy as a way of having more attunement to myself and the environment, which almost feels like a sort of a psychic ability kind of um, energy. I mean, some of that is just really, really profound. And I think that's what makes me so excited is seeing just how far it can reach absolutely. You mentioned your self-pleasure practice for manifestation.
0: I've done that too. Some people call it sex magic. Uh, what does that look like for you? Like as far as what you're thinking about or calling in or in that, you know, uh, ecstatic
1: space? yeah, well, self-pleasuring is one thing, but if I, can bring that even into a kinkier realm. For example, you know, there it's so funny because I I talk about kink is just sort of an extension of these ideas of being taboo. And for some people, self pleasuring for manifestation can be super taboo. Like, wait, oh, what totally. What does that mm-hmm. What does that even mean? <laughs> but you know, when I'm bringing in these elements of manifestation, I'm not necessarily thinking about like, oh, I I I want to make this this number on my paycheck or like this kind of car or or whatever those specific things are. I start to manifest like who do I need to be and how do I need to show up to really be in the frequency and the vibration and in the right mindset to really be in my most creative, luckiest, if you will, and um open space to having that kind of abundance. Like how do I make space for that? So, if I'm self-pleasuring, it could be, you know, self-touch and things like that, but Bringing in like a variety of different touches could be like, you know, hard slaps to my face or squeezing or pinching of my nipples or slapping on my vulva, all kinds of things like that, but also doing things in front of the mirror and and giving myself words of affirmation and and thinking about the ways that maybe I am creating an obstacle to what I desire and calling those shadows forward and embracing that with pleasure as opposed to like beating myself up about it. If anything I'm going to say god I, I can be such a masochist sometimes. <laughs> god, I'm so kinky. <laughs> I love that. I'm not about myself. I'm like, dude, what? like I'm being so masochistic and then I'll just like get off on how masochistic I am in 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 the ways that it are out, outside of the bedroom, outside of the playroom and have fun with it instead of beat myself up or or give myself some blame or shame around it. So yeah, I like to bring in elements of kink. I like to kind of mentally mindfuck myself while I'm pleasuring my body, while I'm um, giving variety of sensations and also intensity levels of touch. So it just kind of makes the whole thing even more um, ecstatic and fun. And it just awakens every part of my body as opposed to just my, just being focused in my genitals. Yeah. And you touched on using
0: your mind for you, rather than against you, because my I can have trouble getting out of my head sometimes, and so yeah. to think about changing that up and and reversing it to where like you step out of yourself, see so you're kind of looking at yourself and saying, "Oh my gosh, look at you! You're in your head. You love to do that to yourself, you know, or something like
1: that." That's that's yes. pretty. Like embrace remote. those shadows, girl. Embrace yes. those. Like yes, that's it, that's right? taboo nature. You don't want anyone to know what a sadistic, you know, judgmental bitch you are, but you know, we're all human having a human experience. And instead of like shaming that part of ourselves, loving that part of ourselves and getting off on that part of ourselves is so much more potent and will get you back in that really good frequency and vibration of uh, creating more abundance in your life for sure. As opposed to the alternative, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. You know,
0: I've read, um, what's the book? Uh, a kink. Um. Oh, um. Existential existential kink. Existential kink. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's Carolyn Elliott. She's very into that. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I love that, and I'm I'm wondering too how erotic leadership continues to expand in your own life and blossom even bigger. Like, and what results do you see when you're doing maybe Ah. the self pleasure practice and then these erotic leadership, like personally.
1: Well, I had I had a really interesting uh, session with a couple that really hit home around erotic leadership. Can I share that? I wish you would. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. So I was working with this couple. The man was um, considered the leader as as opposed to um, the follower. So I like to use terms leader, follower, as opposed to dominant and submissive. And same thing with top or bottom, sadist, masochist, et cetera. I like to use a bigger, broader term. And the reason I like leader and follower over dom sub is because it, dom sub can be really hierarchical and leader and follower are about being co-creative and collaborative. So I think about kink or having an erotic scene like a dance. So like a tango or a salsa, there's a leader and there's a follower. And it's basically boils down to an exchange of energy. So working with this couple, he had her on the spanking bench and she was being spanked by him. And um, I was with them, you know, um, observing, but also like sort of acting as his co-lead. So she was getting like both of us, which was really fun. And as he was spanking her, she started to use her voice. She started to say things like, oh, that felt a little high, can you go lower? Oh, that was a little soft, can you go harder? Oh, you know, and so she kept kind of uh, bringing in her voice. I can tell as she's doing this, more and more, I can feel him getting like more uh, like stressed out about it. He, he's looking like a little perplexed. He's looking a little frustrated. And so he's like, can I call a timeout? Because they're, they're there to learn. And I'm like, yeah, of course. So he called a timeout and he's like, I don't know what to do when she does this. Like, this is what happens. Like, I'm supposed to be the I'm supposed to be leading and I'm spanking her. And she she's like telling me what to do and how to do it. And I feel like I'm her puppet and I feel like she's like taking my power away, you know, and he's frustrated and she's like, oh, God, like, what did I do? I just want to help, you know? And so I was like, OK, time out, like, let's take a deep breath, close your eyes, notice what's happening in your body. And he's feeling his body's like, I feel tense, I feel contracted, I feel like, um, like off balance. And I'm like, OK, let's ground our energy and he's grounding his energy And he's breathing and he's starting to relax. He's starting to become more open. And I said, you know, you feel like she's taking your power away, but she's not. You're giving it to her. You're giving her your power right now because no one can take your power. You can only give it to them. So because you're stressed out, you're frustrated, she's using her voice that That's what's taking your power away instead of saying, oh, this is what's showing up in the space. And how can I actually use this as a way of being creative and infuse some playfulness or some fun or some more power into this by maybe taking it back or or saying like, hey, I love it when you use your voice. You're being such a good girl. And I'm going to actually give you the next two minutes to use your voice. And I'm going to have you sit up so I can look you in the face And you're going to say all the things you want to say. I want you to tell me all the ways you want me to touch you, all the ways you want to feel. I want you to just give it to me. Tell me everything. But after you do, I want you to lay your head back down in that face cradle. And I want you to let go and trust that I've got this. Right? Like he could have given um, a a, a situation where he didn't let his his power get given away and said, Breathe. Notice what's going on in his body. Ground. Connect to s- his self, and say like, "Okay, let's play with this a little bit." You you can use your voice, or you could say, "You can use your voice for the next couple minutes, and then I'm gonna gag you." Are you a fuck yes to that? What do you think? You know, and like he could have played with it in so many ways. And and as I'm saying this to him, the girl's like, "Oh my god, I think I just got even wetter just thinking about <laughs> you talking to me like that." I'm like, "Yes, like you know, that's what it's about." It's like again, no one can take your power away. You can only give it away. And this is an opportunity that he could have really infused some creativity and really had welcomed her voice, encouraged her voice. So she felt like really heard and sane. And that would probably would have relaxed her nervous system even more. And it could have brought on even more depth, intimacy, and pleasure. So that's the thing I try to tell my doms or my erotic leaders is like, We talk about um, something I call the 10 principles of erotic leadership. And one of those principles is about creativity and authenticity, letting go of the stereotypes of, well, I'm the dom, so nobody can tell me anything and I'm (laughs) all knowing and, oh, you're trying to take my power away, me? You know, like that's not power, like you don't have power. That's not power, right? But what is power is your innate truth, the truth of who you are before the programming, before the structures that you held on to, before the role you stepped into of Dom. But it's really the power that comes from within that you're born with that can never be taken. And to really tap into that frequency and use it as part of your play. So bringing in that true authenticity, not playing a role, and also bringing in creativity to really enhance things even beyond what was expected before. That's one of the hottest things I think that you teach people and like
0: you've, you've done this. I've seen some of your TikToks. Everybody should go check out your TikTok if they're not already. And, um, it's, it's that pause of talking and communication like that. I, that seems so overlooked in in the bedroom. Like when you just pause and are like, Oh, I can see like what he, what you had him do. Like, that's really hot. Like you said, she got wetter cause it's even hotter, you know? Like, yes. do you, yes. did you have to, is that something you really probably had to learn, I guess, as a dominatrix, right? And then discovered the ways that it fits in for just, you know, anybody.
1: Oh, I mean, it, I mean, you know, I, have and I tell my doms, it's like, listen, I've been doing this 23 years all around the world with thousands and thousands of people, both subs, doms and everything in between. And, um, you know, developing what I call the erotic leadership principles is really kind of been my Uh, a compass on how to navigate scenes. And, you know, quickly, I'll just go through it. I won't go into depth on each one yet, because that's what we do in the erotic leadership challenge. But essentially, it's all about uh, number one is attunement, presence, surrender, collaboration, creativity, accountability, congruence, heart, authenticity, and empowerment. And you know each of those terms by themselves is pretty darn nifty, if you ask me. But (laughs) the magical thing is when you bring it all together. And when you embody all of these 10 principles in your movement, in your uh, way of meeting your partner in in an erotic sense, it's magic. It's fireworks. And the cool part is, is that it doesn't have to stay there. It doesn't have to stay in the bedroom or the playroom. You could take it out into the rest of the world and enjoy using it in the workplace, enjoy using those qualities in all forms of leadership. And that's really what it's about. It's not necessarily about making the world's best Dom, it's about making cool people that navigate life with ease and creativity and fun, and and basically how to create just the life of your dreams and, and being a Dom of your destiny.
0: You could take all those words and apply them to like, oh, here's my company's core values or something,
1: right? I mean. Exactly. And it is. My company's, is definitely my (laughs) ethos of my company for sure. But it's interesting when you present it um, within the context of erotic play and kink and tantra and sexuality, and you really look at those qualities and those contexts, because what's interesting about that is that in the sexuality, you can really sit down with a person and say, hey, like. What do you want to create? Like, what do you wanna do? Like, what could be so pleasurable or what could be super profound? Like we get to come together and be like, yeah, teacher, student, or yeah, Dom, mistress and, and sub, or yeah, like, what do we wanna do? What, How do we wanna play with this? Like, and how does it actually make us feel? And how can we actually bring those feelings into the rest of our lives? And how can we infuse um, and kinkify our lives in so many regards that we can get, we get to be reminded of what we get to create. You know. Know, people do these medicine journeys and ayahuasca and MDMA, which is so cool, um, and and really taps you into what's possible. And king can be another tool, which I think is just really fun because not only can you reach these expanded alternate states of consciousness that are so pleasurable, like dom space and subspace, but you also can strengthen your relationship skills and your communication skills, and you know, and, and so many other things that can really help you um, regain trust in yourself and 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 other people, like the icing on the cake is pleasure but the cake is really about yeah having the, the the coming home to self so that you can really create the the life that you want
0: yeah and i'm glad you brought up you know those psychedelics because i exactly. i do find this like every time i do psychedelics i get like scared and even doing this work i've gotten scared you know and you've seen me you i your first in person i that i went to i was petrified and um I think that idea of sober sex, I've talked a lot about on this podcast and because that is a frontier for me that I've had to like burst through kind of and like really feel okay doing it all and sober, or I guess you're tapping into Eros medicine, but you're not using any outside substances. And so I just thought maybe you could talk to that for a second, because that's a scary space for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I mean... Um, so my belief is anything outside of yourself is a structure, period. What so does that, that mean, I mean, a structure? A structure means that it's a it's a tool that mm-hmm. can be used um, to have more of something or less of something depending on what you want to use the tool for, but like a hammer, like a nail. It's a tool. Um, it's not what we're born with. But what we are born with is the potential of feeling connected to source, if you will, or the higher self, if that's a better term for people to uh, wrap their heads around. Um, the sense of tapping into unconditional love, things like that. Um, and and medicine journeys can be that doorway. It can be that doorway into having an experience where you can get connected to the potential of what it means to be in your true essence of beingness, mm-hmm. right? And so. That's really, really cool because um, it can help give you that option and and that experience. But what tends to happen or what can happen is that people lean on it like a crutch. Same thing with kink as well. Like if you're leaning on it because uh, you're trying to escape into something else or you're using the structure but it's not really connecting to your true ability to remember that you actually have everything you need within. Like you don't actually need uh, the MDMA or the the ketamine to have those expanded alternate states of consciousness and to feel that level of pleasure or self-love or connection to the world. Like you don't actually need all of that. So the idea is to use those things as, a, as something to move you forward for it to open a door for you, but it's really important that you open your own doors and that you walk through your own doors and you have an experience of something that returns you back to self and you take those lessons with you and they remind you of what's true and then you can move through life um with that capacity but not necessarily needing to do the plant medicine or or have um you know an hour long spanking session but i just like kink personally because like i said it's a it's a great um, it's a great structure and tool for me to learn how to have better communication skills. And and it's helped me really, gosh, um, heal my experience of relationship with people. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't have parents that were really around. And I, I had a lot of neglect when I was growing up as a kid. So I had some issues around Uh, relationships with others. And I use sexuality as a transactional tool, as a way of manipulation and as a way of getting what I wanted. Like here, let me dangle the carrot. If I give you sex, what are you going to give me? Um, And a lot of people do that. Um, And as long as it's conscious, that's, and it's a choice. That's cool. For me in that moment, it wasn't a choice. It was my default. So, so when I was starting to understand kink better and going deeper into kink and deeper into my own personal development work and my own inner work, I started to see like, oh, wow, I really want to expand beyond this default way of how I've been navigating life. Like, I really want to um, go so much deeper. And and Kink started to heal this idea of like, I can trust. I can let go. I can be seen. I, I am important. I am enough. And it was just an opportunity to feel in my body through connections with others that this was actually the truth. And it helped me rewrite some of those stories that I had developed in childhood that, I wasn't um I wasn't good the way I was and I didn't have everything I needed. So yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful part about kink is that that kind of helped me really expand into the true part of who I am for sure. And I can relate like it has for me too. You know,
0: has it's made me understand that what I want is okay and that I can know what I want, you know, I can get in touch with it and that's okay because that's a huge part of it too for me or has been for my journey. So that's good. That's so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. You know, um, It's such a important part of our lives that we can so easily deny or not make conscious. So that's why I, I even when we met years ago, I was like, I love that term conscious kink. Just anything that we can be more intentional and conscious about is where it's at for me. Anytime that we can do that. And so if you're doing the plant medicines, how can you get more conscious about that? Like, am I leaning on this as a crutch? Am I... You know, am I, am I clinging to this? Like I need it and anything outside ourselves that we need. That's probably why you chose empowerment as your 10th is mm-hmm.
1: uh, your 10th one. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it is a journey into returning to self again. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's part of empowerment for me. And also when it, we talk about kink so often, and I talked about domsa being more hierarchical as opposed to leader follower, um, you know, I really love um, looking at power as a way of not power over, but power with, like, let's all share the power. Let's all be reminded of our power. If I'm playing with a partner and I'm in the leadership position, I want them to feel just as powerful about themselves, about what's possible in life. Like, you know, I don't I don't believe in subjugation. I believe in inspiration. And I think that's what the world really needs. Like this idea of control is this fear-based motivation that it's supposed to be different it's supposed to look different. And I get why people, you know, um, want to speak out against things that maybe don't feel good. And, and we need to create change around a lot of parts of the world. But also, I don't think it's about trying to control and trying to make different and saying it's wrong and it needs to be different. But it's also about how do we inspire to be better instead? Yeah. Like, cause that's. It- Inspiration is really what creates the change, whether that's in your personal life, in your relationship, or in the world, is that people are inspired to do, to um, live differently and to choose differently. And that's what creates long-lasting change. Not like, I'm going to tr- control you and be different because this isn't uh, how I want it. That doesn't really create that long-lasting change. And it's blood, sweat, mm-hmm. and tears. I'm not really down for blood, sweat, and tears ethos. I know you've had Sean Roop on here before, <laughs> yeah. and he really yeah. taught. Talked- He's amazing. He taught me about grace, ease, and elegance. Like, what is the path of least resistance, and when it starts to feel crunchy and blood, sweat, and tears, how do we switch it up, and how do we lean into grace, ease, and elegance? Because there's usually a pathway, and there's a thousand, ten, tens of thousands, millions of strategies, and let's pick the ones that feel a little more pleasurable and a little more easeful as well.
0: Yeah, because there's like a, an idea that we have to adhere to rules that have that we didn't make, and. I mean, even just like, oh, I'd rather choose this than this. So, or I'd rather spend my money on travel than, you know, I'm, I'm pulling from an example from my, from my Instagram. I'd rather spend my money on travel than, you know, getting work done to my face. When i was talking about that and i remember responding to her and saying you maybe you don't have to choose maybe it doesn't have to be an either or maybe you can have both and to me that was very striking because so many times we create either ors we create these ideas like oh this has to be hard or it's not worth anything or you get what I'm getting at, that that we've got these constructs and then how can we break those? And that's that's that creativity piece. Like, maybe that's not the answer. Maybe it can be everything. Maybe, you know, we can collaborate and have it be however we, the fuck we want it to look. <laughs> are you ready to up-level your pleasure practice? I have in mind, and the main things that have helped me are the tools that I've found from Wands. Wands creates luxurious products that encourage us all to honor our body, celebrate our sexuality and live in pleasure with more pleasure all the time. One of my favorites, if you listen to this show, then you probably already know, is the Cervix Wand. Wands has trademarked their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand. It's for vaginal and anal de-armoring, and it's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation. And let me tell you, it's incredible. It's helped thousands of women become more connected to their bodies and their pleasure, and supports them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage, and helps awaken more pleasure. Just recently, I've ordered the Venus Wand, another trademarked wand from Wands, and it's designed to activate and awaken the G-spot and more. Also, don't miss one of their new offerings, which are free bleed blankets that can be used as waterproof intimacy blankets. They have a beautiful selection now available. But take a look around at wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, because they have a huge selection of incredible items like yoni eggs, crystal pleasure wands in amethyst, black obsidian, anything that your heart desires, and so much more. Check them out at wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S.com and use my link in the show notes to get 10% off or simply enter my code, Amy Edwards, at checkout. Again, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, wands.com. Y'all, I have started using Higher Dose products and I am such a fan. You know, I don't put anything on this podcast that I am not 100% completely behind. And I have a special discount code for you for all Higher Dose products. I'm so excited. If you don't know, Higher Dose is a wellness company. They have wellness tech products. They have tools. They have supplements and they have body care. They have so many things that are hot right now too that are really biohacking and up-leveling our lives at home, which is really cool. They have an infrared sauna blanket. They have an infrared PEMF mat that I'm so excited to be sharing about soon. One of my favorites though is the Red Light Face Mask. It stimulates collagen, it activates glowing skin, reduces fine lines, regenerates cells, and it's soft. It's not like one of the hard plastic ones so you can kind of move it around on your body, which I've been doing. And I am seeing amazing results I am absolutely addicted to it I use it every single night and I'm using it in conjunction with one of their other products the glow serum and I'm very picky about what I put on my skin and I am loving the glow serum it's specially formulated to plump and hydrate and stimulate radiant skin which that's the goal they have a ton of other products too magnesium ingestibles, magnesium body care, which has a healing oil and a serotonin soap that you can use in your bath, which I've been using too. It boosts your mood, enhances your skin, and deepens your detox, gets you calmed down. Anyway, I'm a fan. So I'm so excited to offer you 15% off using my code MAGIC15. Go to the show notes. You can click through on the link right there. Or if you go to Higher Dose, just enter the code MAGIC15 and you'll get 15% off. Higher Dose has been featured in Goop, Glamour, Elle, Vogue, Bizarre, Allure, basically you name it. And there's a reason why. So go check it out. It's at higherdose.com and enter my code MAGIC15 for 15% off. Did you know? That according to a study 87% of women who have hair extensions lie about having them and almost two thirds of women have done some kind of hair extension at some point so if you do the math it's a lot this show is all about letting go of judgments so if you don't want to tell i'm not going to judge you and if you want to know the best secret for hair extensions anywhere around it's right here in austin texas at the collective atx they have the most natural lightweight comfortable hair on the market and they specialize in no damage to your natural hair like traditional hair extension methods, which I've tried. I've tried them all and I didn't even know that your hair is automatically damaged if the extensions are placed anywhere below your ears. Crazy, right? My hair is actually growing in and getting healthier now too. Plus they keep all their extensions in house, meaning that you don't have to wait at all. Not to mention color. I'm so picky. I did it myself for years because no one can get it right until now. They were named a top 200 salon by Salon Today in 2023. They've changed my hair journey. Let them change yours. The Collective ATX. Link is in the show notes. Tell what I sent you.
1: I'm on this train with you, girl. Like, let's ride it all the way to, um, you know, our most expanded senses of pleasure. Like, that sounds like fun to me. And I love that. Um, you know, taking that feedback from uh, the comment and and turning it into, but what if, you know, like, not like, no, you're wrong, or how dare you, (laughs) right? Like, what a waste of life force. energy instead of being like, yeah, and what if it could be like this instead? And you could have all of it. You know, I talk about, um, especially in erotic leadership, I talk about what is the deadly sin of erotic leadership. And um, the deadly sin of erotic leadership to me is usually ego and i know ego gets in the way of a lot of things that people desire and it's it's um you know there to protect us and serve us but also it can be an obstacle in some cases and when i talk about um ego it's basically that idea of yeah it's it's i'm separate or i'm not enough or it should be different or it should look like this and it uh, you know doesn't have that idea of acceptance and and the idea of creativity is really difficult to find in that limiting space of ego so that's what comes up for me when you say that is like, okay, well, who, who's leading now? Is, am I leading from my heart or am I leading from my ego? And what's really, what feels more pleasurable? What feels more easeful and graceful and elegant to me? And I think I'll go back to my heart when, I, when I'm when i conscious that I'm out of it, you know, and bring myself That's up. good. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about how what you were saying for me, I was
0: going to just let any listener know, like, for me, it's a practice always a practice I get out of my head I wonder am I doing this right do I look stupid I you know whatever the hell I think about during sex that can pop up and and it is ego it's it's worry and it's a practice for me so I'm glad you just mentioned that you it's a practice it's a practice for you too
1: yeah we got to keep working that muscle mm-hmm. you did work in that muscle and you know um, we work that muscle by being daring you know in my opinion we've been daring in the sense of like okay I'm gonna I'm going to try something out, out of out of my comfort zone that's probably going to activate the fuck out of my ego. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like going home for the weekend to see my family or, you know, doing... <laughs> like how masochistic is that shit? Um, um You know, I, I kid, but like I think about um, using the platform again or the um, structure, the tool of the erotic or kink. Um, as a kinks, especially as a way of like maybe challenging those ideals. Cause yeah, as a, as a dom, you know, I talked about that man earlier who was getting his uh, ruffles uh, feathers ruffled because his girlfriend was, you know, giving her voice and saying what she wanted. But I'll tell you, I've been there. I've been there a million times. I can think of a million different times where not only has it happened in a scene, but it's happened out in the world. And I've, been like my ego was really pressed it was really bruised and i was like oh i don't like that and and don't say that to me and yeah and there was like this sort of fight or flight thing that came up and there was no physical threat it was only ego threat that i was experiencing in that moment and instead of being able to tap into my creativity and how i could have i could have really turned around some really interesting situations and really maintained keeping my power as opposed to giving it away. And I could have really like, you know, I know that in hindsight, of course, and you do the best you can with what you know, but in hindsight, I can see like how that could have been a really elevated, really expanded, really deepening experience. And as I move forward in this, I like having the option of using kink to work those muscles so that when I am out in the world, I can maybe continue to infuse the the erotic leadership principles and into life so I can create more of what I want. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what are we doing on
0: the erotic leadership three-day program?
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's a three-day, it's from January 23rd to the 25th, and it's a one-hour call with me and my angels from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, each day we're gonna talk about one of the blueprints, or not blueprints, excuse me. We're gonna talk about one of the principles, erotic leadership principles. And we're also going to talk about communication techniques and skills. We're going to talk about impact play. I'm going to be doing some demonstrations of effective impact play and how to elevate that experience. We're going to be talking about creative ways of up leveling your erotic leadership. Um, And yeah, and giving people an essence of what it looks like to step into healthy, conscious, heart-centered erotic leadership. And each day there's going to be a different challenge for people to try out. It could be done as an individual by yourself. And you also have the option of bringing this to a partner in your life, or you could actually... Go into the community forum and see if there's somebody there that wants to participate with you around doing the challenge with a with a partner. So you have a lot of different levels of how you want to participate. You get to kind of pick your own adventure. So it's going to give uh, people a lot of um, options into having a toe in the water of erotic leadership and how that makes them feel and what they learn from it. And then I'm, of course, I'm going to have lots of space to answer a lot of questions, all the juicy questions you have. I'm there to, to respond to it as well. How many people did it last year? You had a pretty good turnip. Yes. We had 2,000 sign-ups. It wasn't always 2,000 people on the call at one time. Right, right. It was, it was hundreds, but it wasn't thousands. Um, but yeah, we had over 2,000 sign-ups and that was like, oh, guess, we're, guess this world's a lot kinkier than we think it is, you know, like... And- and that that's was so cool.
0: That's so good, too, if anybody's worried about feeling uh, like too vulnerable of a space to be seen in or something like that. Like you're going to you there's so many people. It's OK. Right.
1: So many people. And yes, <laughs> if you want to keep your camera off and change your change your identity so that it doesn't show on your uh, on your square, that's totally OK. It's totally OK. But what I had noticed by the third day more and more people had their cameras on and they're like, this is, this is fine. Like, you know, um, they, they were excited to be able to see each other, to, to share in the humanity of this journey. And it was really, really, uh, it was just so spectacular. So beautiful. We all had such a good time. And, and, you know, I, I, and this is just my experience. You tell me if you can relate to this, Amy, but okay. I've done so many like free challenges or free webinars or free things. And um, I don't fucking learn anything. It's I've, like, done once. I've done paid ones. I've done paid ones. Oh my God, I know. I've done paid. That's what people said. Like I got more out of this, this three-day free challenge than I've done. Like I spent thousands on certain things. Like, so what I'm trying to say is that I want people to actually leave with some tools for their tool belt. Like they're, you're not just going to be writing like, where you're from and like, you know, why you're here, like it's going to actually give you some tools. You're going to actually see demonstrations of kinky uh, techniques and experiences. I really want people to have like a full on experience and, and walk away feeling like they've been elevated and evolved in some sense. So that's something I also want to share is that it's it's a, I, I, I give a lot, I'm a big giver, but it's worth it because I want to get the message out that this is possible because we all benefit when we're in our erotic freedom and, and we feel good about who we are in the world.
0: Yeah, you are a giver. Like you're, uh, you have so much knowledge. And so it's, I, I encourage everyone to do it. I missed it last year. For some reason, I couldn't make the calls, but this year I think I can. So I'm definitely going to try. Um, yeah, don't- I don't.
1: And just so you know, and all of the viewers know, um, they will be recorded. So we're going to be sending out a Zoom link to all the people who signed up, and you'll get the Zoom link in your inbox. And if you missed the live, that's okay. You can see the recordings in the community, the free community. It's free, 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 all the way around. So you can see those um, those calls um, in the community if you aren't able to to make the live. Ooh, that's so good. Good. I don't know that you had that last year. Is that new? I, we had it available for like a, a couple a couple weeks or something, but we okay. didn't have it in the community because uh, Facebook was not having it. So,
0: oh yeah. right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, it's still so weird to me. I but you know what? I, it,
1: it probably spurred you to build a better space for it. Did it? Like, thank you, Amy. Yeah, you know, thank you for bringing in that silver lining. It's so good to remember that because it did actually. I was like, I could either, you know, be like, oh man, this sucks. And just be like crying in my, in, in my vlogger about it, you know, or I could be like, let's fucking do something about this. And, um, and that's kind of the motivation. Cause I hate being told what to do. <laughs> and Hey, I'm a dom. Okay. But um, I was like, I'm going to create something. And I, you know, I put some effort into that and I think it's come out so beautifully, but I'm super proud because for me, I'm like, you know, I say be a rebel and come play with us because I feel like it's a rebellious act to really say, like, I'm going to learn about this. You know, I feel like the powers that be don't really want us to have erotic freedom and to be super empowered in our sexuality because it's really hard to control people that are liberated and feel really good about their their bodies and all of these sort of things. So. Um, I feel like it's a very rebellious act, and if there's other rebels that are listening to this call, like please come and join uh, our rebel movement here because we we have so much fun and and it's it's such an important place to continue to foster that. So yeah, I am yeah. glad like, fuck fuck you, Instagram, them into- yeah, <laughs> like we we shall prevail. Well, that's actually you putting in practice exactly what you're teaching. You're
0: putting in practice that you aren't having your power taken from you. You're like, oh, wait, I have this power. I can create something. I can create a space rather than going like, oh, my gosh, we're censored or whatever. It's like like
1: so many people do. I love that shift. I appreciate that. You know, this is my life's work and my life's passion. I'm not going to like switch gears now I've been doing it for 23 years I'm not gonna be like uh you know what I think I'll get into accounting this is too hard <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'd rather go to medical school I, I tell people I'm like listen if you're interested in being in an erotic coach or intimacy coach or sex coach there are so many other uh ways to make money that are so much easier you really gotta love the fuck out of this work <laughs> I just do I fucking love it and um Uh, Yeah, that passion is what drives me. And and it's just something that I want to continue sharing with the world. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to know you.
0: Like when I was looking through your website, I was just like, Oh, my God, she's my friend. I was like, "Ah, (laughs) I just I love it so much. I'm just so happy to know you because you're putting all this good in the world. And it's just not not only is it exciting to witness, but it's made such a difference in my life. I I know it's just opened me up so much more. And that is the whole point of this show is that our best days are still ahead of us or some of them anyway, you know? And and that's that core belief that I can break out of whatever limitations I'm putting on myself and expand and grow. And that means pleasure,
1: sexuality, all of it. Thank you. Yeah, all of it, all of it. And thanks for helping me pay it forward by allowing me to, you know, be in front of your audience. You have such a loyal followship and it means so much that you trust me to have. me on your show and you know i can't wait for the 20 more times i'm going to be on this show (laughs) that's right we've (laughs) already started the year together this is our third time to start the
0: year together and i'm three years in so i just think we'll just keep doing that just mark your january or whatever and um and i think that that's another thing to point out too is that you're doing this erotic leadership at the beginning of the year and i'm sure that's intentional right to so we can push ourselves throughout the year, right? Do you have anything in it that's sort of like look ahead and see where you're going for the rest of the year and set
1: that intention? Absolutely. And, you know, um, as part of the erotic leadership to start inspiring, right? We talked about inspiration mm-hmm. being really the culprit of long lasting change, which we start in- inspiring this idea of how life can be different and how you can maybe infuse more kink and play into your life. I hope that it creates that motivation um, and, and that sort of beginning of that exploration. But also I let people know if you're interested in diving deeper and want continued guidance around that, I will be offering my Dom mastery training, which starts in March. And I'm going to be giving all the erotic leadership people that information. Plus they're going to get a discounted code, um, which is really substantial. So if you come to the erotic leadership course and you're interested in actually diving into this deeper, um, be sure to show up so you can get that discount code because we're going to be having a six month experience. That's really deep dives into these concepts and it's just life changing and transform transformative. So I'd love to make, let people know that there's going to be continued support if they wish to continue on with me.
0: Yeah, I will. Um, I'm going to put those, uh, all the links and everything in the show notes. And I have heard people that have gone through this and, I have heard firsthand from people how life-changing it is and what a difference it makes. So if anybody's interest is piqued, I hope that you'll dive into something. Maybe you've listened, maybe they've listened to you on the show a few times and wondered, you know, just why not? Do something free and then just see what happens. And even if your partner is not involved, it's okay. Just you know what? It's gonna expand you and don't hold back from that, you know?
1: True. You know, I actually I love that you brought that up because I have so many um one half of the couple mm-hmm. out and saying, like, I really want to go to this event or I really want to do this course, but you know, I don't know if my partner's on board. So I don't know what that means. And I really want to get them on board, but they seem really resistant. And I said, you know, as long as it's okay in your relationship agreements, because there's all there's all kinds of ways to navigate what that looks like, you can come on your own. And I think what really um again is uh, the most powerful tool of getting your partner on board or inviting your partner to step into this exploration with you is to be the embodiment of that success and of that expansion yourself so that they can say, oh, wow, like, I feel like my partner's more attentive and more attuned to me and like easier to talk to. And I, I kind of want some of that. I want some of that. And uh, yeah. maybe, I will, maybe I will check that out. Like, so I also say like, you know, if, whether you're in a couple, whether you're single or even the half of the couple, um, it's going to be valuable because it it really taps into all aspects of your life. So um, we welcome all of you. Mm, that's so good. Such a good point because I, I'm
0: thinking about doing it without Justin. He's busy those days and out of town. So I was like, you know what? This is probably a really good opportunity for me to expand and just bring that to my relationship and see what happens. I know he's open to it, but I just, I think, Anytime I can do my growth, do my own growth, it, it does benefit us because I know he's in that growth mindset too. So, you know, if you have a partner that's open to a growth mindset, especially, I think that that's adds, adds to it, even if they're not participating, um, Uh Yeah, I will. I would love to have you, honey. I would love. Thanks. To have you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I'm awesome. going to. I'm going to try. Uh, what did we miss? What did it? Was there anything we didn't get to today that you really want to talk about? Or I just or let me just Five. open the floor to you. Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> thank, thank you.
1: I'm like, oh, my gosh, what can I talk about? I mean, there's just so there's just so much here. You know, like I really. I really love um, watching even as the collective and I see what's happening in the world and, and seeing that people are awakening to all parts of themselves. You know, the the so often I get a lot of people coming from these Tony, Tony Robbins and other personal development things that are like, I think I'm finally ready to go there. And quite often by the end, they're like, God, I kind of wish I started here because this <laughs> is really been the most impactful part of my journey is like really that coming home my sexuality through pleasure through grace ease and elegance um and being able to look at the parts of me that have been in the shadows and to be able to rewrite some limiting beliefs that have been holding me back to the life that i really enjoy and to be able to do all of that with creativity and pleasure and intention and fun it's just it's just so so cool um, to see that awakening in people and more interest like i started uh, doing this work, gosh twenty three years ago. So it's been a long journey. You couldn't even find me unless you got this particular newspaper that talked about eros work and 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 now, you know, being on the internet and being able to have such a wide reach. It's been cool to see things growing and evolving in that way. And it, it it's the path forward. So, yeah, I feel like you know, if you ever have a sort of sense like, gosh, you know, I feel like maybe something's missing or I feel like, I'm not completely satisfied. I feel like I'm settling here. I feel like I, I'm curious, is there something more in this department and is there something more that can be experienced? Like just follow that intuition and follow that thread because this is this is your sign. <laughs> like this is your sign, yeah. whether it's with me or someone else. And also, um, and, and when I say someone else, please do your research. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of fucking trash out there and there's a lot of inexperienced, um, unattuned, and misaligned people that are sort of pushing an agenda, and I just really, really know how vulnerable and sensitive, um, erotic and sexual work can be. So please do your research, and please make sure you get some referrals and that you talk to the organizers beforehand. Because again, I I've seen unfortunately some people get really burned and, and get really hurt and because it's such a sensitive part of ourselves that that can be magnified by so many so many levels. So. I'm really please, people do your research and, and know that, you know, we're here and more and the company are here to like create a really positive, safe and conscious experience. Oh, that's, that's heartbreaking. You know, oh, like,
0: uh, I mean, it goes fun. for anything, any industry, you know, any, anything that's personal to, you know, there's a, there's just this like avalanche of coaches and all this right now who don't, definitely don't have the extensive training that you do and so that's a really good recommendation and i i recommend you very highly personal experience so Uh
1: thank you no i appreciate that it's it's not um let me just add you know um when it comes to erotic spaces and sexuality spaces and stuff like it's 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 a little messy like it is it's like messy it's a messy um area and it's kind of um it's kind of a chaos that we need to embrace in the sense because you know you might tickle someone one way and it taps them into like this expansive, you know, pleasurable state or you tickle them another way on a different day and they're being triggered by a childhood trauma. It's for reals. It's for reals. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like can um can the people in leadership and the people who are um, you know, creating those containers do they really know how to hold them and be with those um that mess? And not everyone is well equipped too. So I highly recommend seeking out trauma informed pr- practitioners, especially people with uh, therapy backgrounds, is usually a really good place to start. Especially if you're a be a beginner, highly recommend um, you know looking into those sort of platforms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the newspaper called? <laughs> it was called the Vault. The <laughs> Vault. I like it. Uh, I mean, I I've been looking. For, I'm trying to find an old. Get through a 20, 22 year old Kimmy inch, you know, in my thigh highs and like dominatrix outfit. Like I'm going to teach you and, and lead you. And it's, it's so cute. I'm like, oh, I love it. when I was a little baby doll. <laughs> it's so That's cute. right. It's so cute. Oh,
0: um, I, I had other things to ask you, but I can't even remember. Um,
1: <laughs> cause doll. I was just listening. I yes, can't and, stop thinking of me as a baby doll. Man. It's so it's cute. So, uh, so uh, yeah. Back then, you know, I have so much, um, I have so much compassion to those starting out because i was i was there i was there for so long and as a baby dom i fell into these little traps that newbies fall into around being performative around trying to impress someone would come see me for a one hour or two hour encounter or session and i would like throw everything at them like everything in the kitchen sink every trick every tool like i would just throw it at them because i really wanted to be validated in some way and I wanted to impress them and I wanted them to have uh, their minds blown. But that was a really ego-based um, intention. And now that I've connected to my heart more deeply and I have uh, some many years under my belt, yeah, I'm more interested in moving from heart-centered intentions. And I've noticed what how that affects my play partners where they can really have some really amazing growth and, and, and evolutions because of that. So yeah. Yeah. When you're a baby dom and you're starting out, you're a baby erotic leader or just, you know, new to really diving into the idea of exploring your sexuality in Tantra and in kink, you're going to have some stumbles, but I hope you have guidance and support as you figure that out for yourself and what's truly right for you.
0: Yeah. and, And that's a great point too. Like we don't jump to the end. You don't, you know, it's all a progression and as nice as it would be to just be there, you don't automatically get there you've got to go through those things and then you have compassion for it and and that's part that's part of it that's part of the fun and then you learn and then yeah so mm -hmm. excellent point and i'm glad you said that because that is a great reminder that it's all it's all part of it and so even these baby steps when we don't know what we're doing and you just show up and I mean, for me, I had basically a nervous breakdown before the first play party that I went to of yours. And so, you know,
1: that was just part of it. That's just part of it. I will never forget that. And what I remember, though, is just your courage that to show up in that space because you were so courageous. I know you were really uncomfortable. You could have left and you maybe almost did many times. But at one point, it completely turned around. And Mm -hmm. next thing I know, we're talking about heartgasms the week later. And that's right. I had a three like, a three day oh, hard gap. Like I had to so remembering that, but I, God, I love seeing those. I love seeing those transformations, and and I get to be a part of that transformation makes me feel so honored and and lucky. Um, but what I really will remember is your courage and the way that you really continue to show up and 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 stay with yourself. And I'm so glad that. Uh, I'm so glad that you came to a place of positivity and and felt good as you, as you concluded that experience.
0: Thank you. And you know what? You were a huge part of that. Like that it was the way you put on the event, everything that you said, the guidelines that you put in place for everyone to make them feel comfortable and safe. That is such a huge part of it. So that I can attest to if anybody's thinking about working with you. Um, it's, It's for real. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, let's see, as we're, as we're wrapping up, what is the biggest thing
1: that you learned in 2023? Gosh, good question. Um, Yeah. When I reflect on 2023 and I had really sort of started tapping into more of my embodiment around this work and, and, and expanding beyond just talking the talk, but really into walking the walk in some really uncomfortable places, and and I think more and more you hear a lot of these people, um, mindset coaches, for example. You hear a lot of these mindset coaches are talking about, um, you know, until that's sort of adjusted and and you're again connected to that um, vibration and frequency of where you want to create abundance. It's it doesn't matter how many workshops you do, it doesn't matter how um, many diet books you buy or whatever those things are. Like it's really an internal job. And I was really confronted with that on a lot of different levels in 2023. And, and I was like, wow, I have spent years building community and and wanting to create safe spaces for people that I don't really take advantage of in the sense of like, I don't actually utilize that uh, community. And I was really like, I kind of don't want to be separate from that. So what that meant was that I had really started to submerge myself both as leader in the community and also as participant in the community and not wanting to have that separation. And that has felt really, really good because it's been an embodiment of what I've been been creating and what I stand for. And so I wanna I wanna step away from anything that looks like being put on a pedestal or being put in a different realm because like I'm no different than anybody else on this journey. And I really wanted to be able to embody the practices that I teach and talk about. So that was something that was really important that, um, you know, community is everything. It's really about having an enhanced life and you can't really do that in a vacuum. You really do need connections and other people on this planet to be a part of that. So I really started to dive into what that means for me and that has felt so, so good. I think that's part of enlightenment, right?
0: When you have the realization that, you know, you're not a teacher, you're a lifelong student you are not only the leader but you're the part- participant I mean that at least that strikes me you know that's that's that path of realization I think congrats <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't easy
1: all the time so <laughs> oh no. Uh, no, yeah that's it always it was a little <laughs> messy but embracing that messy is uh, something I'm getting better and better at each yeah day. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too, all the time. I mean, you'd think
0: we'd have it down by now, but it's instead we just keep learning. Yeah, so so we
1: got a this target, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, little, life interesting, right? <laughs> it sure does. I mean,
0: and you know what? If you're like desiring an interesting life, like be careful what you wish for because you'll get it, you know? You'll get all these experiences that challenge you. And so, I mean- But that's what makes life interesting and fun. And that's part of the beautiful expansion. So that leads me to just review for everyone how they can find this. I'm going to have a a unique link in the show notes as well for anyone to sign up for the Erotic Leadership Challenge, January 24th to
1: 25th. And it is free. So anything else you'd like to add? Yeah. um, You know, be sure to RSVP so we can keep you in the loop and make sure you get that Zoom link. But Um, We are going to be able to have the recordings for playback if you can't make the lives. And again, the online community is also free. It's called The Playroom. It's going to be featuring and housing the recording of the videos and also give you an opportunity to connect with other like-minded pleasure seekers just like you. So I would love to see you in either place. And yeah, check out that link for um, Amy's information because that's going to give you all the details that you need. Yeah, and check out your website and morepresents.com. It's just so gorgeous. And at
0: the top, it says playroom, right? It says, like, yeah, get that's in right. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's it's super, even if you forget this or whatever, it's super easy to find. So just, and just go check out the website too, because it's like, ugh. I just pulled it up. I'm just looking at it again. God,
1: it's, so, it's so good. It's that was so, That's what I was going for. Oh. Yeah, that That's so like good. your highest praise. It's like, oh. I'm about to log into my website and come when they see it. Like. I, I did. I did. So <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> Done.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, I think we about covered everything. Any? Is there
1: anything else? I don't want to miss anything. I do want to let people know Um When you sign up to the Playroom, there is this little three-minute video, and what that little video is is just goes over the community guidelines, which is basically consent and respect, confidentiality, and um, you know that this is an adult space, and and things of that nature. It's very very quick, but it's just to make sure that we're not getting a lot of. Uh, bots or looky-loos are people that are there for the wrong reasons. We really, again, want to create a conscious, heart-centered community. So you just watch that little three-minute video. There's two code words within that video. And once you type that into your um, application, we let you write in because you're the kind of person we want in this group. So just wanted to give people a heads up that there is a little bit of a process, but it's well worth it so that you can be in a safe environment. Oh, I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kimmy. I just love
0: you so much. And anybody can find you on the socials at Kimmy Inch K I M I I N C
1: H. And how many TikTok followers do you have now? You have hundreds. Oh, of that, I think, yeah, I think it's like three hundred and fifty thousand. And and Instagram, I think awesome. we're up. And I'm excited about it because with the censorship thing, it's not easy. So and on Instagram, I think we're at uh, sixty five thousand, which is which Woo! Is- Yes.
0: Here's to growth. I mean, there's so many people there. So I'm just, that's so impressive. So congratulations. I'm so excited to see what this year brings for both of us and for all the people that take advantage of this incredible opportunity of erotic leadership through you. So thanks for all that you're doing. I I love you so much. You know, I love you. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait till next time. (laughs) Me too. And thank you for being here for showing up. Y'all know how much I value these conversations every single time and especially when it's someone so incredible like Kimmy. So follow her, check out the course it is or the challenge, excuse me, it is in the show notes. And just thank you for being here. I'm excited to have three years of this show under my belt. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. huge milestone for yes. me. Yeah. Thank so you. Cool. Yeah, So it's a huge milestone for me and I'm excited to keep going. We have some really great guests coming up and lots of expansion and growth for all of us, myself included for sure. So thank you. And you know what? I'm gonna do this challenge too and report back to you in one of the coming episodes for sure. So right. um, yeah, so I love you so much. Thanks everybody. Sign up for the newsletter at amyedwards.info or amyedwards.info com And my courses are there as well. So I love you so much. Thanks for being here. Till next time. This has been the Amy Edwards Show from Overcome Studios. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. Sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com.